Do you want to diversify your investments? Then visit squaredfinancial.com and explore great opportunities. Hello, Fusi. I am Seal. I am Agnes, and we are couples from Sierra Leone, West Africa. We are a stand of your podcast, so we just want to say thank you for impacting every facet of our life. To you and your team, continue inspiring life and stay wonderful. Sana. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hello, family. And welcome to another episode of the VT Podcast. And here we talk about ideas that matter. That was Agnes and Seal. Bonjour, Agnes and Seal, who join us all the way from Sierra Leone. I've never been to Sierra Leone, but I'd love to travel there. So, so uh, Agnes and Seal, no pressure, but here's an opportunity for you to make Vossi visiting Sierra Leone possible. One of the things I love about the VT family and the podcast is how we've built an entire community, even in how we language. True story. Over the past two months, I've been on tour. I've been in four continents and I've been in more airplanes and more flights than uh, than I can actually remember. I've literally been living 30,000 feet above sea level. And everywhere I go, Every single place I go, I will meet someone and in greeting me, they'll say, hello, family. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that we've become a family. I love that we've mashed with each other, that we've merged, that we've become, as they say, one. I also, in the uh, language of one, want to encourage you to check out the VT Club 100. We've now officially launched and it has been an incredible experience just for me. Forget the the community, forget the participants. But for me, guys, it's been such an incredible, enriching, uplifting experience. In terms of return on capital, from a time perspective, I make just so much more money doing other things. But I love the VT Club 100 in the sense that it grounds me again, it connects me again, it brings me closer to the community again. And not only at kind of a surface level, but I'm getting to reimagine and relearn and re-immerse myself in the VT community. I mean, we've got uh, people from all over the the place in, in the VT community. We've got a phenomenal crowd that I met with today who are participants in the program and they are co-founders of a car detailing business. And the young lady uh, is from Trinidad and Tobago and her partner, the young man, is from Canada. And they've got a detailing business across uh, kind of the the the, uh, the Americas, both north in, in Canada as well as in the United States, but also in the Caribbean islands. And they've built a phenomenal business and I'm helping them rebuild, re-strategize, rethink what the future of that business can look like in phenomenal participants. I've got a young man, Danny, who's joining us and is in the program from uh, the Netherlands. Uh, he joins us from. I've got another young man who's in from Prague, somebody in from Brussels. We've got people from all over Africa. Just today, I met with Kennedy, who joined me from Uganda. 
and he runs a great business that is an agricultural business in Uganda. We've got uh, about five people from Kenya, both Nairobi and Mombasa. South Africa, I think we've probably got over like uh, 20 people participating in the program. So the VT Club 100 has been such a phenomenal success. It's been such a phenomenal experience. And each and every single one of the participants, I've got to tell you, I spend one-on-one time with them. So it's enriching for me because we do like an hour session. I talk to them. They tell me a bit about where they're at and what they're doing and what their businesses are doing, where they're on their process, where they're on their journey and what they're looking to do next and how I can help them. Often it's around give them advice, but also around give them networks, help them open doors. So for instance, for Danny, he runs a coaching business and I've connected him with a young lady who I know in South Africa who runs one of the most successful coaching businesses. And the two of them are now building something incredible. There is an amazing, amazing young lady who joins us from uh, the Southern States of the United States. And she runs a business called Black Girls Do Travel. And all she does is she creates these immersive travel experiences for young black women to travel all over the world. And so I've connected her with friends of mine in the travel business and they're thinking about immersive experiences and all the rest of it. And in fact, already for the VT Club 100, we're thinking about how do we do a weekend away immersive trip? I would love to do something like a Seychelles or a Bali or better yet, one of my favorite places, the Maldives. So there's a lot on the go. There's a lot on the go. I'm excited. There's so much to do and just not enough time. And I don't know if you feel the way I feel. I literally feel like the, the, the pandemic touch wood is finally over and we're all just coming unhinged and shot straight into the world we are. So I was in Kenya as a part of my tour with SME Link and I did a masterclass. In Kenya, we had easily over a thousand people. So I go back in Kenya now uh, and I'm going to be both in Mombasa and in Nairobi with the Marketing Society of Kenya. And I think we're doing over 5,000 people at that event. I'm going to be in Zambia. That's coming up. I think we're doing over a thousand people there. Nigeria is on the cards for December this year. We'll do over 3,000 people there. Like, can somebody, anybody, please look to the skies and tell whichever God you praise, Vosi Tembegwayo says, Thank you! <laughs> Woo! Because I'm excited! And I don't know if you can feel it, but shit! Excuse the language, I'm excited! So, as a part of my tour that I've just come off, I was in Vegas, invited by Bridger Pennington, who literally is going to be calling me in seven minutes. He and I have a scheduled call. And um, I was in Vegas and I was going to be doing this. I'm doing this event in Vegas, the IFS Fund launch. And off the back of the IFS Fund launch in Vegas, we do a masterclass. The masterclass had like 300 people. I'm still trying to understand how on God's green earth did 300 people travel into Vegas to experience a Vusi Tembeguayo masterclass. If anybody ever tells you that God does not exist, point them at my picture and say he does because he did it for that guy. This is not me. It's not my talent or my wit or my intelligence. It's all by the grace of the Almighty. Spoke at that event, invited by Bridger and the team at IFS, built an incredible network of people. We're now building funds together. We're doing a real estate investment fund. We're doing a fintech fund. I'm like, I'm sitting in the room going, yes, yes. This is the moment. This is the season for which yours and my creator has spared us. And in all of this, we must always remain humble.
And so today, I wanted to talk a bit about the tribe. T-R-I-B. The tribe. Success, mine, or any other that you might study, comes down to the fundamental of a community, a people, a tribe, or as we say where I'm from, a village. There is a beautiful Bantu expression that says it takes a village to raise a child. And so anytime you see a child grow, you see a business grow, you see a career flourish, you see an individual come into themselves, what you're seeing is the manifestation of the village. So what is a tribe? If you were to build one for yourself, whether you're building a personal brand and around your personal brand you want to build a tribe and a community, or you're building a business and around your business you want to build an ideology, a tribe and a community, or you're building a political party, or you're building an actual family, or you're building a church, or you're just building a soccer team. What do you do in building a tribe? What are the mechanics of putting a tribe together? Well, there are a few, and I'd like to share them with you. The first is that a tribe needs a common language, a common language. Hello, family. Once you have a common language, what happens is, even though people might come from different parts of the world, look different, sound different, speak different languages, for be from different generations, the minute they mention a certain word, a certain phrase, you know that you belong to the same tribe, the same community. So build for yourself and for your tribe a common language, a common, what they say, the lingua franca. In the, in the linguistics of how people speak must be the language. Second, a tribe must have an established set of societal norms. You know in the VT podcast, for instance, that we deliberately do not talk politics. The reason we don't do this is because this is the place that you come to, to be inspired, to grow, to learn, to reimagine, to open up your eyes to the world. It's not a space that we come to, to converge and pull things down into boxes of classification. So as a consequence of this, we don't talk about things that would force us into these narrow confines, these prisons of classification. I am a Republican or a Democrat. I am a socialist, a communist, or a capitalist. We don't do the ists quite simply because we would force ourselves into these small little prisons of classification. And so once we had established that as a social norm, the entire community is built on that norm. So the question for you building your tribe, whether you're a startup founder with five people in the office, or you're a manager in a large corporate managing a floor of 200, whether you're a father or a mother in a family trying to create a baseline, or you're a priest building a congregation, even if you're the principal of the school, or the head boy, or girl, Establishing the social norms make it easier for you to build a tribe because then what happens is this. The tribe will self-police. Third, 
one of my most exciting elements about building a tribe is catch people doing the right thing. You know, in the society we live in today, we're constantly looking to catch people do the wrong thing. That's how you trend on social media. You get caught doing the wrong thing and then people do, as they say, fetch you, isn't it? Think about the very construct of the criminal justice system, policing, courts, prisons. It's built so that when you do the wrong thing, we catch you. If you want to build a tribe, you have to catch people doing the right thing. So for us, we open every single episode with an introduction from one of the listeners of the podcast telling us who they are, where they're from, and why they enjoy the podcast. We're catching the participants doing the right thing. Human beings at the end of the day are binary. We respond to one of two stimuli, either return or risk. We, re we respond to either reward or punishment, or as they say, carrot or stick. So if you want to build an effective tribe, yeah, you need a punitive measures for the people that don't belong in the tribe, but more importantly, you need a reward system where you catch people who are doing the right things and you elevate them as they do the right things. You shout it out loud as they do the right things. You remind the whole community as they do the right things. The fourth thing you must do when you build your tribe is you must have an outlined set of cultural practices. For us, we drop the VT podcast every Monday because on your drive to work that Monday, you must connect with yourself. Be inspired again. Think again. Imagine again. So we don't compete with news items later on in the day. We don't compete with your Google flashcard alert. We have our own spot, a 20-minute allocation, where you're on the road, on traffic, on your way to school, or class, or work, or whatever it is you're doing on a Monday morning. And so that cultural practice is weaved into how we've built our tribe and how we've built the etymology of how we relate. And finally, a final element in building a tribe is you need to create a uniform sense of identity. It's got to be clear from a distance that you belong to that tribe. I mentioned this for two reasons. The first, and my team is not aware of this as I mentioned this, by the way, but the first is I've just decided literally now, like 30 seconds ago, that we're going to make available a batch of merchandise that we're going to sell to the VT community. And the merchandise is going to say, hello, family. We're going to have another one that says ideas that matter. We'll have another one that says Fargin, another one that says far forgiveness. So all of these themes that we've built around the VT family. And we're going to put that out on our website, vositemberguay.com, and you can go and buy it and be a part of the family. Identify yourself as a part of our community, a part of our tribe, and a part of our family. So, why is it important for you to build a tribe? Very simple. 
because human beings by their very nature are social creatures. It is in your DNA to seek a place to belong. And so, for those of us who are the positives, those of us who speak life into the world, those of us who believe in the grace and forgiveness of humanity, those of us who believe that tomorrow is better than yesterday, that even though none of us are perfect, all of us have the potential to be better. For those of us who are often called coy, those of us who are called naive, those of us who are called optimists, for those of us who genuinely believe that we can leave a lasting imprint in the world, that we can make a dent in the universe. To those of us, it's a lonely place because there's so few of us out there. You stand alone in the cold rain of your morning shower, in a brisk of tears because you feel alone. You feel misunderstood, sometimes even empty. Some of you share a life with a person who doesn't understand you. You come from a family where you've never been understood. You grew up in a town where you were always the outlier. You went to the school where you were teased and bullied. You are the outlier. And to you I say, build a tribe. And this is your home. So, family, that is our podcast for this week. Remember that whatever you do, wherever you go, build around you a tribe of positivity. From me, Vossi Temuwai, in our studios, Sound and Sounds in Joburg. Sayonara. Relax, trade, and take it easy. Visit squaredfinancial.com and unfold a world of opportunities. <laughs>